1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
2: You guys,
3: today is Thursday.
2: Oh, thank God.
3: Which means you're almost done with your week.
2: It's true. Congratulations. Thank you.
3: This is the Colleen and Bradley Show <laughs> on My MyTalk One O Seven One, streaming live at mytalk com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, your Bradley trainer. That's me. And remember when uh, it was like, I don't know, what is time? Maybe a couple weeks ago, all we could talk about was Sharon Osbourne.
2: Yeah, well, and she wouldn't stop talking, unfortunately, and that's what got us uh, into this mess. Right? Okay, so
3: we couldn't stop talking about the big pile of doo-doo she stepped in uh, and then kept stepping in and then was rolling around in. And one of the things we wondered was what would Kelly Osborne have to say about this? Right? Kelly Osborne, her daughter.
2: Especially because her daughter is rather outspoken and when it comes to you know, there's like a political bent to this conversation unnecessarily I would argue, um, insofar as politics sometimes can keep people from listening. Um, but I think they're all what I'm saying is Osborne prompted some the mom necessary discussions. Kelly is one of those people who seems to have a different bent than her mother. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting then to hear what she has to say on the matter,
3: and then we learned uh, that Kelly Osborne was dealing with a relapse, and uh, when we learned that, we thought, "Well, okay, that maybe makes sense why she hasn't spoken out yet about her mother." Um, but we still wanted to hear, like, what does she have to say about this? Well, Bradley, she has spoken.
2: Oh, good. What does she say? Well,
3: she kind of spoke. She ki- she sort of talked indirectly a little bit about her mom but she didn't but what she said kind of tells us a little bit about what she might think um but she didn't really say anything really directly so let's like read between the lines she was interviewed by Extra.
2: extra extra extra
3: extra and they talked to her about a whole bunch of stuff including but not limited to her relapse her uh relationship with her boyfriend her uh significant weight loss she she lost about 90 pounds over the course of the last year um they talked also about her new podcast coming up but here's what she threw in in the middle of all of this so in talking about um kind of the the last year she says I'm excited about what I don't know. I'm excited about what I do know. The world is scary right now, but it's an honor to be a part of the world when beautiful change is happening. Then she went on to say, I didn't know what was really going on in this country because I just thought simply being not racist was enough. It's not. It's actually not. You have to be actively not racist and educate yourself and learn. And don't be afraid to make a mistake. Everybody's so afraid of cancel culture. I say bleep cancel culture. It's all about council culture. Educate people. Teach people. A gentle nudge in the right direction is so much better than a public execution.
2: <laughs> wow, it's very thoughtful for someone whose mother can't get words out without offending everyone.
3: Right? but yeah. So what I think is kind of interesting about that is... I feel like she throws her mom a bone in that last sentence when she says, teach people a gentle nudge in the right direction is so much better than a public execution. Right. So to me, that feels a little bit like she's referring to what happened to her mom, who, by the way, left the talk, was not let go from the talk, um, made choices But but at the same time, when I go back and read through the entire statement, it sounds to me like she she's kind of very much in line with what we've been saying all along, which is avail yourself of the conversation, even when it's uncomfortable, even when you've screwed up.
2: Yeah. Whether whether she's talking to her mom or about her mom, I don't know. But um, she's certainly speaking more eloquently than her mom. I know that.
3: Right. Right. So. So, like I said, she doesn't. Like address it head on, but she kind of talks around it. And I wonder if, as she gets into this podcast, which she's going to be doing uh, with Jeff Beecher, um, it's called the Kelly Osbourne and Jeff Beecher Show. Um, I wonder if they, if she will take that opportunity to address it a little bit more head on.
2: Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, an Osbourne sharing um, stuff about their family is not you know, new, right? So, like, that's totally possible that she would go there at some point. Right. But I think that also depends on what her mother wants. Like, it's clear from the way her mother has handled all of this that they are not on the same path in terms of communicating to the public. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear what she really thinks directly and not sort of like in the, you know... Like, she's saying all the right things, Kelly is, but like that doesn't have anything to do directly with her mom.
3: It makes me... Well, I'm sure in the pre-interview, she probably said, I will not answer any questions about that. But I wish that somebody... Which is fascinating,
2: because why? Right. What are you afraid
3: of? I wish she would just be asked the question directly.
2: what is... Karen or Sharon Osbourne afraid of like I don't I just don't understand this whole idea of (sighs) applying the term cancel culture to anything related to Sharon Osbourne is ludicrous to me Mm -hmm. Sharon um stuck a knife in her own back like she literally did herself no favors by her appearance on the talk like Mm -hmm. there's nothing like there are some like thoughtful debates people could have about you know um a free and open conversation in the world where you listen and like all of the things that again, Kelly Osborne was talking about. Those are all valid. That applies nothing to her mother. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's so fascinating. Like what was it all for? Like her mother would say that she was canceled, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever that means. Of course. Her mother would say that like, which is like a talking point, a a racist to my mind. Like I'm sure people on social media called her a racist. But I don't think anyone in the conversation she actually had that led to her leaving the show called her a racist. Not that I know. And even if they did, like, let's have that conversation. But I don't think that's what happened. So I'm not sure what all the falderall is about. And one also wonders, I mean, it's a little weird because Sharon went on... Um, Bill Maher mm-hmm. and ha- and I think Bill Maher has a, an agenda. And so he wanted to have that conversation with Sharon to use her as an, like, he used her basically to make his own political points. It was clear because if you watch that interview, she was not really engaged in the conversation he was having. Like, she would sign off on it. She was just, but it was clear to me that she, he was feeding the words. He, he, he had an agenda. She just looked like, like she A was puppet. being used, yeah, um, and I'm not saying she doesn't agree with all the things that she, that he said, um but but it was clear to me that um again- so again, going back to like what's it all for, I don't understand, Sharon. I think you know, like blowing things up is sort of what she's been able to get by with in her career up to this point, and that's sold. But, like, I don't think the world is willing to put up with that. If you uh, show up for work unprepared and um, lazy and then you point fingers at everyone else but yourself and not take responsibility for your own actions, Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't work anymore. It used to be. And, And frankly, look at all of the people that have been quote canceled i don't even want to i don't even want to go go into that conversation but like people who have run afoul of just like common sense and basic kindness i think it's just it's you know sure they have their beliefs and there there's a lot of problematic uh things with particular things they've said but it's there's also this quality of like laziness being unprepared thinking like you're just good enough to like open your mouth and everything else is will be fine and Mm -hmm. the world is like yeah we don't do that anymore you can't just get by on your like ignorant um you know match throwing
3: right in 2021 you cannot just speak unchecked yeah right people are gonna and that people are gonna call you out when you are saying things that are not appropriate
2: and frankly, that goes f- for us, too. Like, we can't, and I i, I don't think we ever sort of, re- I mean, sure, I'm sure we've turned on a microphone before and been like, Aah! you know, but like, we, we all, and not just you and me, but like, anyone who has a public-facing, you know, career mm-hmm. uh, or life just owes it to the work that we're doing to, you know, show up with you know, care and thought and I mean, not to get too grandiose no, about but it, but
3: there's a responsibility to having uh, and trust. An, an amplifier in your face.
2: And I, I ain't saying this is the New York Times over here, but mm-hmm. like gone are the days when you can just sort of like think that your buffoonery is enough.
3: Well, and that's the problem. I mean, that's when ego steps in. And yeah. that's what you see with with Sharon Osborne is her ego was big enough that it allowed her to believe that. People would want to hear what she had to say by virtue of the fact that it was her saying it. Mm -hmm. And that is ego. Uh, And to your point, to show up completely unprepared, to open up her microphone, to stand in front of uh, a camera, and not be prepared to do her job for the day. And by the way, lest you think we are making hay out of this, she's basically said as much. She had just showed up.
2: Yeah. I mean, she said it, not even realizing that. She said it. Yeah. Right go yeah she, she well first she claimed that the people were out to get her which is very hard to believe because why would why would anybody involved in that show like sure there are people I'm I'm sure that hated Sharon Osborne mm-hmm. but like you can rise above that when you show up for work every day um I have a very hard time believing that all of those people coordinated.
3: Right, like, they sat also, around a table and they were like, to be nice to her. her?
2: Like, that's the weird thing, right? Like, they didn't show up and they weren't like, Sharon, you're a racist! Sharon, mm-hmm. you're evil! Like, they were having a conversation and Sharon had no, like, Sharon's response to their questions was, Stop attacking me, don't cry. Like, it's so, again, I would just encourage people to go watch and listen. It's It's very clear.
3: Right, they gave her a pretty wide berth, but they were... But they were; they had done their work. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I again, my craving is for Kelly Osborne to head on talk about it because yeah. I, you get the sense from the from the statement well, she made that wasn't a statement that she has some real thoughts about it.
2: I also think it's interesting that she started talking about five minutes after her mom uh, blew up, and then also there were headlines. Right behind that, mm-hmm. from her brother Jack, and oh, yeah. we haven't heard from either of them. For and yes, you a can use the the uh, I don't want to call it excuse, but you can say she was celebrating her sobriety. Sure, and all that's great. But again, we're talking about celebrities and mm-hmm. people who've made their name manipulating the public, right. Using their own personal stories.
3: And real quick, I just want to point out. That while Kelly Osborne has this new podcast, the Kelly Osborne and Jeff Beecher show, uh, Jack Osborne is very busy and he's got a show on Discovery Plus. So it's not like they don't have stuff to promote, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm just Fly saying.
1: Directly to the forehead.
3: Exactly. Head on. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071.
2: Thanks of my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese
3: Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought us all the dirt straight from
0: Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello Elizabeth. Hello. Well, hello you guys. Nice to hear your voices. It's good to hear yours. Very, Very pleasant. Wow. Well. If you wanted to know William and Kate are celebrating their 10th wedding anniversary, and Harry and Meghan privately congratulated them. So just take it easy, you guys, oh, okay? My gosh. I they wonder maybe where sent some sort of card, from. like hopefully it was a card. I just saw, it had, we had these cards on Twin Cities Live yesterday that you can then plant and wildflowers grow Aww. out of them. Oh, that is so adorable. cool. It was the coolest. and so What are so- they called? They're just like plantable cards.
3: Okay, thank you.
0: I didn't really help you that much.
3: No, I love this.
0: But they have wildflower seeds in them, and so you get... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear?
3: Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on
0: Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The card and then you plant it and then the wildflowers grow and then the paper breaks down and it's like so nice. So maybe Harry and Meghan sent William and Kate one of those. I love that. Just take it easy, you guys.
3: Uh, yeah, again, or it was a flaming
2: I, bag of doo doo.
3: I wonder where that <laughs> from her chicken coop. Right. I wonder where that information was leaked from.
0: Hmm. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. William I and knew. Kate released new portraits of themselves, snapped by a photographer at Kensington Palace earlier this week, and fans were identifying the necklace that Kate is wearing, which may have been a gift from her husband. Um. It's Asprey's Daisy Heritage diamond pendant. Which retails for just over $12,000. And then God she God. also owns a pair of matching earrings, which cost $26,000. Oh, my gosh. But she wore this blue floral wrap dress by Ghost, which was only $308. And she wore it when they went to Pakistan.
3: Um, so there that's you go. a lot of money.
0: They're into the Jewels. She's into like the it's cheaper family clothes, jewels. clothes, but then really expensive jewels. Yeah, I think I that's mean, smart. Have you ever gone to see the royal jewels in London? No, I mean you can. I've never wa- been to London. Oh gosh, Colleen. I mean, I know that's Sunday. I'll like, get there. It's so easy. Anywhere. There's nothing overwhelming. You can understand how to use the tube very <laughs> easily, and you get the language. Um, but they do they are do they have subtitles when they speak <laughs> only the welsh people do because okay. <laughs> i'm telling you if you want if you oh, run into somebody from wales you are gonna go <laughs> you, yes you are gonna go i cannot believe we're speaking the same language right now the only
3: person from wales that i'm excited about running into I'm is James Tom. Jones. Oh, here we go thanks
2: elizabeth there
0: we go
3: <laughs> and yes thank you for asking we did DVR Kimmel last night. I have not yet watched it. Nobody knows what you're
2: talking about.
3: Am I speaking
0: Welsh?
2: Yeah, apparently,
0: <laughs> it's really fun to look at um, Welsh towns, like listings of Welsh towns, because they are they are like 26 letters long. It's unbelievable,
2: and it's always like for for the
0: Yes, and if you watch The Crown, you saw when Prince Charles spent some time in Wales. And um, and he was trying to learn Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, terrible. And then the aliens came. Stop it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Elizabeth, you've walked into two minefields here.
0: There's a biographer who says that Prince Harry is regretful and embarrassed about his Oprah tell all. I don't know. I doubt that. Welcome to being an American. We do things that we regret. And right? Then and then we just move on. We share too much. We overshare and then we regret it. Yeah. And then that's for you're, sure. And then we're embarrassed. And then we just, are, we just pretend it didn't happen. And we write happen. a book about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's and fitting it sound like right it was everybody
3: else's fault. <laughs> yes.
0: That's how we do it. He's
3: fitting right in yeah. here.
0: welcome. And we're happy that you're here. Particularly, that's that's just the way it is. Yes. Um, Elliot Page telling Oprah Winfrey why he spoke out about... Um, his surgery and uh, his life as a transgender person and says that this is um, this is his truth mm. and that it was just so important to support healthcare for transgender people. And um, he was really open about exactly the surgeries that he's has done, which, it, you know, hasn't happened that much. I the think the transgender journey has been something that people kind of talk about, but then maybe don't go as far as to talk about the surgeries, which is wholly okay Mm -hmm. for them to you know talk about whatever part of that transition they would like to talk about but Mm -hmm. Elliot page felt it was really important to be open about the whole thing
3: i just feel like oprah is the perfect person to be having this conversation with too because you know she she has been she has such a wide reach in the in the world i mean everybody everybody cares what oprah is bringing to the table right and so um, this was the perfect place for Elliot to go to have this conversation. I just, I, yeah. She is. She is very quickly cementing her place as, like, the go-to interviewer. Yeah, yeah. she
0: is. And she gets to do it on her own terms. Yeah. Remember when, you know, she wrapped up the Oprah Winfrey show after 25 years? Yeah, and we were all like, what's she going to do now? It turns out. Well, yeah, she's she tried fine. to
2: do that network, and then things got a little rough. Yeah,
0: yeah. the network, OWN. You know, she, she talked a lot about launching OWN while she was still doing the Oprah Winfrey show, and what a mistake that was, yeah. because there was yeah. just no way...
2: That she could handle
0: all of it. Which, you know, again, is like, I know these are big things, like running a massive talk show, running your own television network, but it is, we are often sold this bill of goods that we can just do it all. We can do it all. We can do
3: it all. Well, not 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 only are we sold that bill of goods, that is uh, valued in our capitalistic society. Yes. The more
0: you do, the more you are worth Right. Which is not true. No. And I've been saying for years, guys, this is how I got through school. You have to do the minimum amount of work that it takes you to get like a B plus.
3: Oh, my gosh. This is like, (laughs) thank you. Because at at seminary, I take all my classes, credit, no credit. But I always knew what my grade was. And my friends were like, if you're getting A's in the classes, you either need to take them for grade or do less. And I was like, you guys are right. You guys are right. So I've drastically. Yeah. uh, I've drastically changed my own personal expectations. I did
0: that all through college. I did it through high school. The minimum amount of work to get done what you, ha- so that you can just accomplish enough to make it to the next thing that you want to do. That way you have free time to do other things that you enjoy, too. And just remember, C's get degrees. C's get true. degrees. <laughs> and guess what no one cares about? Your GPA. Oh, well, you guys. Sure.
3: Hello. Uh Yes. No, nobody asked me my GPA in my profession. Not ever once.
0: No. I can't even remember mine. And then I feel good about that.
3: Yeah. And, you're, and you are a quality human being. Well, Elizabeth thank you. Rees. As are you. C's get degrees, everybody. Leave with that knowledge. Yes. Thanks, Elizabeth Reese. Hey, we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We have pop culture mysteries to solve. And we do that in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us, and we're going to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Pop the Culture yeah, Mysteries. So Holly's going to bring them to us and we're going to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
2: Hello. And we
3: do these in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item.
1: Blinded by the Item. Some celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Here is our first mystery. Mookie. Okay. Just because we are changing the channel doesn't mean we are changing the stink. This reality family is setting up another one of the NBA player's side pieces. You know, instead of just dumping the NBA player, the family much prefers trashing other women than looking in the mirror. Yeah, this is the
2: Kardashians. And they're moving from one network Mm -hmm. to another Tristan Thompson, Mm -hmm. Chase Lady, what's her name?
1: uh Sydney Chase, Chase.
2: Sydney Chase mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So just because the Kardashians are changing the channel doesn't mean that they're changing the stink.
2: I like that phrase.
1: <laughs> I do too. Changing. Just because
2: they're not changing the channel doesn't mean they're changing the stink.
1: Exactly because the Kardashian Jenners are setting up another one of Tristan Thompson's side pieces. You know, instead of just dumping Tristan Thompson, the Kardashian Jenners much prefer trashing other women. And looking in the mirror. I mean, uh,
2: how true is so that? It's so obvious. And it's just a matter of time before the hammer of Kris Jenner comes down on that nice young lady.
3: Ugh. Ugh. She will rue the day she shared that story.
2: But I you almost sure. got to wonder, you know, it does say setting up. So you got to wonder, like, where her motivation to come share the story from. I mean, I'm just saying I would, you know. Who knows?
3: It will all unravel before our very eyes, and we will remember in a this season of moment.
2: something that we don't care about. Right. We'll talk about it anyway. Bye. Thank you. By the oh god. Oh
1: well, try this next celebrity gossip mystery. Okay. This A plus slash A-list mostly movie actor who's also a superhero. Was supposed to do some press for his frequent co-star solo movie. But our actor has bailed on multiple appearances. Ooh.
2: So he's got a co-star who has a solo movie. So uh, a
1: solo movie. So
2: is it. So the superhero is a co like so they're superheroes together.
1: Yes, but somebody's striking out on their own. And this person was supposed to do press for that person, but they just have been dipping out on those Ooh, obligations.
2: Is this like an Iron Man
3: experience?
1: Well, not quite.
3: Oh. Uh, are but, we in the right universe? Yes. Is this like a Chris Hemsworth uh, thing? No. Uh, okay.
2: Is it a Chris?
3: Yes. Is it the Pine Bonds? I mean, the
1: Evans one? Yeah. Who has a solo movie, though? Yeah, that's a great Chris question. Chris Pratt? No. No. Uh, 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 there is, it, is a superhero who has a solo movie uh, coming out in July.
2: A, a solo superhero? That Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Spidey? No. Okay. Uh, I have no is it clue.
1: A, is it a she person? Yes, it is a she-ro. A
2: woman of wonder?
1: No. Wrong news. Uh, I don't know. It. Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Scarlett Joe. Yeah. So, Chris Evans. Rude. Was supposed to do some press for Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow movie, but uh, apparently he's bailed on multiple appearances. Now, Chris Hemsworth would also fit into this because... He plays Thor. Correct. I would
2: like to pretend it's Chris Hemsworth.
1: Well, then we should pretend that because this is just a celebrity gossip mystery. Yeah. We don't know
2: if it's true or I not I don't want to think bad thoughts about Chris Evans. He's still the Paramount Chris.
1: The superior Chris.
2: The superior Chris. Chris, yeah.
1: Even even despite Chris Hemsworth's massive well, muscles? I, just, I
2: think because Chris Evans has muscles and heart. Oh. And Aww. all Chris Hemsworth has is a mall. Muscles.
1: Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. Mall. That can only get
2: you. And a side
3: business where he's going to train you. Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah, which he's not actually. That got
3: advertised to me the other day in, like, I think in my Instagram ads. And the advertisement was so off-putting. It was Chris Hemsworth's head, photoshopped on a super skinny body, ooh. And it was like doing yoga. And it was like, yoga's not going to build you muscles. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this is like a, the cognitive dissonance.
1: Wait, why would they Photoshop his head on a body?
2: To make you think that like, it was like in order w- to get, go from skinny to scrawny. To, s- brawny, to Skinny to swall.
3: Yeah. It was like, a, it was like a, a scrawny
1: man doing yoga. Yeah, but that's Captain America's thing in the first movie. Wrong, That's Chris. True. That's true. He goes from geek to chic.
2: Mm. That was also disconcerting to actually see his body be that mm-hmm. unmuscular.
1: All right, let's stop being uncomfortable. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Last month, NT Lawyer wrote this daytime talk show and had a plan to bring back some of the OG members of the panel. The OG members were willing, but the current panel knew that would mean job loss, so they weren't into it. Now the show is so far in the ratings gutter, it might even be too late for the OG members Ooh, to save it. Is this the talk? It's the talk. Mm. Yeah. yeah we were
2: just talking about it and then the headlines this week were like there in the gutter which i was like i bet sharon osborne was stepping on that uh that pedal
3: oh she loves that yeah. no doubt
2: yeah she's like ha 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 i left and they tanked ha, ha, ha.
1: yeah so nt lawyer writing that the talk was considering bringing back some of their original panel members to the show But the current panel knew that meant possible job loss, so they weren't into that idea. But now the talk is so far in the ratings gutter, it might even be too late for OG members to come in and save it.
2: Um, Do we know who is actually doing well in daytime television, if anyone? And the reason I say that is because I watched some clips from The View yesterday. Have you watched the show recently?
1: No. It's kind of inconvenient. Yeah.
3: Well, I For mean, us. I get
2: it, but it—you know we do live in a time-shifted universe.
1: Every
3: like The only thing I follow is Meghan McCain's hair. Okay. Is that where it's you were going? It's not,
2: no. Okay. It's <laughs> not good. Mm. The show? It's not. Yeah. I can't. It's hard. Yeah. And frankly, the episode that I watched of the talk was Vastly as better? interesting, if not better. And probably because i went showing up for a specific reason. So i found the conversation to be fine, but but also i realized if it is what it is, which is just a bunch of people sitting around talking, but it was so it was so disjointed on the view cuz they're all in different places, you know? And so they just all like everything just cuts from one green screen to the next with a talking head who is just saying like things. Wait,
3: hold the phone. There are so cuz i don't know this. Are, so they're all doing the show from remote locations, it appears that way, okay, and the green screen shows them basically in their seat though right yeah,
2: I mean it it has like some obviously similar background, but it's clear that oh. they're on a green screen, mm-hmm. and they can't you can't talk over people when you when you're doing that, yeah, right, Not that you should be talking over people in general anyway, if you were having thoughtful real conversations, but the world doesn't want that. Um, So it was just like one monologue after another of like very self-righteous. You know, even if you agreed with their positions on whatever they were, I just didn't find it to be particularly interesting. And I thought, oh, this is sad.
3: The thing that makes me really sad about The View is that when Barbara Walters set out to do that show, it was a different time, right? Like we actually could have, I don't know, maybe we couldn't, but it seems to me that people were more adept at having thoughtful conversations and coming at issues from multiple different viewpoints. Yeah. Right. The view was all about bringing in people with different viewpoints based on well, their generation was kind of the starting point. Yeah. But they all had varied um, backgrounds and different views. Now it's like there's a, a good portion with one sort of viewpoint. It's very echo chambery well, and then it, they it, attack one person at a time.
2: Yeah. But but also the person who gets attacked
3: mm-hmm. yes.
2: enjoys that role. Yes
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo.
3: And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop
0: a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So it was just like one trick pony is basically like when I watched it was like you, they're going to like certain people are going to have this opinion. You just knew how this was going to go. And I don't find that to be particularly um uh, as a listen, like, uh, and I'm trying to separate myself from any, you know, because like, I have political beliefs and opinions, right? Mm-hmm. But it, I wasn't even on that level, right. right? Like, it would be easy for me to be like, well, I don't like that they have this person. Well, I didn't show up to hear everything that I like. Right. I keep having this, this and I'm sorry, Holly, this is just totally taking us off track. But I just have had this moment uh with that particular show and then another one where I'm like... Why can't I show up to something I'm not expecting? Right. Like the world is trying to like p- plan for my arrival. And I don't like remember how we used to just be able to like show up somewhere and be like, oh, that's interesting. Or "Nah, I don't like that. Now I feel like it's just it's so pre-planned and predetermined and pre-ordained. It's like
3: they figured out what would get them ratings, So whatever is for their benefit, yeah. they're going to serve it up to you. And the sad part about it is the view is poised to basically be like a master class in how to have difficult conversations. Yeah. And they cannot and not. do it. They cannot or they refuse without to being, do it.
2: Without being um, mean to each other. Yeah. Unfair. There's rude. no civility yeah. at all. Well yeah. so From here,
1: anybody. Here's some context for ratings for these shows. Network, daytime, television shows. From I think that this was from the this past week. The View number five out of thirteen. Mm. The Talk thirteen out of thirteen. Mm. Number one on network daytime television is The Price Is Right. Mm. I mean, where's Wendy is Williams no in there? Well, she's syndicated, so that's a whole other set of oh, okay. ratings. Yeah. This is just network stuff. So, The Price Is Right, the third hour of today, The Young and the Restless, The View. The Bold and the Beautiful, Let's Make a Deal, Today with Hoda and Jenna, and then there's a couple other things down there, The Talk is Last. Wow. I do
3: love that game shows have a strong showing, and soap operas, which, remember, we were in danger of canceling all of them. Yeah. But there's still a few well, days a of our Yeah,
2: And I've been watching old episodes of uh, Match Game recently, and it's Ooh, quite fun. delightful.
1: Yeah, sometimes
3: you, you just need a good showcase right? showdown. Who doesn't need a good showcase showdown, especially when they have the RV? That's always my favorite. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little ship to talk about. We're going to stroll on down to Publationship Ooh. Corner. See you there after this on My MyTalk 107.1. Thank you. Thanks, Holly. My this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My MyTalk 107.1, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know. Uh, you want to go for a walk? Um, just down the block. Me. Just. I just want to get us to the intersection of pub and relationship.
2: Oh, that's cute. I see what you did there. We're
3: headed over to Publationship Corner because there's a pew, publationship pew. we got to talk about. We call them.
2: This particular publication is called Volms, which is Katie Holmes and her boyfriend, Emilio Vitolo Jr. Now, last we heard, these two were trying to take a hot minute apart. Yeah. Why? I but don't know. They were
3: fizzling. I thought they, they were fizzling, fizzling
2: or drizzling. Or um, burbling or gurgling. I don't know. But I do know that a source is now speaking exclusively to Us Magazine saying the following. And it's Us Weekly, but it's usmagazine.com. I still don't understand why that's an issue. Mm -hmm. Don't try to go to usweekly.com because it's some weird website and it's probably a Russian thing. And then you'll get all sorts of spam. Fun. Katie Holmes and boyfriend Emilio Vitolo Jr. are giving each other space. Um... Uh, don't know okay. what that means, but the source now—if a source you guys exclusively speaks to us Weekly yeah. Magazine, yeah. Generally speaking, that means it's one of them. It's, it's someone from inside the house, right? The call
3: is coming from inside the house. It's yeah. either Amelia Vitolo Jr. Inside or inside the house. Katie Holmes.
2: Um, and in this case, seems likely. So, but we got to figure out why. Turning down the heat. Katie Holmes and boyfriend Emilio Vitolo Jr. have pumped the brakes on their whirlwind romance. That's what a sur- source exclusively reveals in the new issue of Us Weekly. So go pick it up on newsstands, kids. Does anybody do that anymore? No. Quote. I
3: mean, if you're going on an airplane, maybe. Yeah. But hardly.
2: Yeah, I just, I can't think of the last time I've picked up an actual paper copy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they've agreed to give each other space. They both have a lot of commitments piling up. This is my favorite lie that uh, publationship pushers tell us. That when a, a relationship is ending, it is an acceptable uh reason for the end of their relationship to say, mm, they're just too busy. Because mm-hmm. you guys know. I mean, just look back on your life. And think about all of the relationships that you left. Yeah. Because things were just getting busy in your life. You were like, you know what? I gotta just minimize all the busyness. I think
3: you sooner leave a relationship because you're not getting
2: busy. Yes, that is a fair point. (laughs) Um, But also, if you're um, getting busy, what does that have to do with your relationship?
3: Yeah, like, truly, if... Yes. I'm just saying... Like I'm married, and when I get, like when my life is busiest, I'm not like, I really don't have time for this. Yeah, sorry, I I,
2: I gotta check out as a partner, and and especially like maybe now.
3: Be back never.
2: If you're looking for analogs in your own life, the only time that you would probably have ever said like you told somebody, I'm just I am in a place right now, and things are really just all around. You're lying. Like, you know that, right? It's an excuse. It's me, it's not you. So that's an excuse, Mm -hmm. because in real-world places, if you want to be with someone, you want to be with them when you're busy, when you're not busy, Mm -hmm. and also when you have the luxury of letting people go because your life is just getting too hectic, you probably don't have kids or a very significant professional experience, mm-hmm. because, like, Katie has had things piling up around her since, I don't know, she, you know... She joined Scientology. Well, right? like, But, you know, she's a mom. Yeah. She's a working mom. I yep. imagine her life is going to be pretty busy regardless yeah. Yeah. of whether or not she's stuping, uh Emilio Vitolo Jr., mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I just feel like that's uh, the lie detector has determined Moripovich
3: that that is a lie.
2: That is a lie. Mm-hmm.
3: Who do we think is the one that is saying this to Katie, the tabloids? Well,
2: let me finish saying it, and okay. then you tell me. Okay. Katie is absolutely head over heels in love with Emilio. Yeah, okay. Now I know. What? Go on. No, but we can stop right there. I don't. Oh care. no!
3: I just feel like that tells me that it's Emilio Vitolo Jr. Who's oh. like Katie loves. Him so much, but you know what I mean.
2: Well, this is something they said originally. This is not a, a word oh, that okay. just came out of their mouth. Yeah. But to your point, like uh, I, well, first of all, I kind of want to. Well, I don't know. I could go either way. I am bisec- bisexual. <laughs> nope. Wow. Not bis by. Bi- <laughs> What's the word?
3: I don't know i don't know where we're going
2: i'm ambivalent
3: there it is <laughs> yep very different <laughs> very bisexual
2: different. where did that come from? i don't know i don't know that's interesting uh i am no there was i was thinking of another word and and i okay anyway it'll come to me and yep. it'll probably be in a break so then we'll have to explain it when we come back but anyway um i am ambivalent i could see us going in either direction I tend to always think this kind of stuff comes through, like, the person who is an actual celebrity, because they're, like, doing... They do that. Like, she knows how to lie to the press. Like, she's been doing this for years.
1: Yes.
3: Um,
2: And he, what would he... Why would he ever want to get anywhere away from her?
3: So here's my argument about that, is that she's the one that's getting away from him, and he is, like... Hold the phone though. I'm I'm an aspiring actor, chef person, and I was getting attention and I still need attention. And so he would be the one that would be talking about the the breakup.
2: They've agreed to give each other space. Yeah. They both have a lot of commitments piling up. Yeah. I mean, again, I could see I could see either either way. I don't think it's definitive at this point. I also don't know that it's true. I think, you know, the other thing that we talk about all the time on this show when it comes to publicationships is um I don't know what's really going on in the boudoir. I mean, they may right. be getting busy left, right, and center. What this says is they have now changed the nature of their publicationship to generate, you know, more headlines. Because you know, think about it. Okay, first of all, space means there's a potential they're back together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why would you want to do that? Well, because you're not getting headlines for walking outdoors together. Right. And what else are you going to do? Right. That's going to get headlines. Right. But this is now creating a whole cycle, Brooks Lake, Julianne Huff, where we can talk about will they, won't they, 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 will
3: they, won't they. Yeah. And we'll be talking about it and thereby they'll be getting attention. Yeah,
2: but she's like, I'm off doing a project anyway, so it's not like we were seeing each other. So let's just, you know.
3: Yeah. But when they're back in the same place, you know, who knows? it's just space. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite time waster? 651 641 1071. What is your favorite way to waste a little time? Waste we'll take your time. calls 651 641 1071. What's your favorite way to waste time after this on My Talk 1071?